0: It's another game for BYU, meaning it's going to be a nail biter right down to the end.
1: Yeah, I, I, I can do without the nail biting stuff. I mean, it just. Uh, but you know, I'm glad that we were able to get the win, and uh, just proud of the players. And um, you know, I'm, I'm, I've aged a lot in this season. But uh, if we can, we can come out with a win. I'll be happy with it. But uh, yeah, it just proud of the guys and and the. And the just the fight that these these guys had and um you know it was it was awesome to see on the sideline that the um the offense were excited about how much time was left for them and uh gave me a lot of confidence hearing them talking and, and um just planning on it because that's what they've been doing all year long anyways
2: coach uh when you're in this kind of a battle, it's such a relief to finally have it finish when that field goal goes through the post, right? I mean, there had to be just a, a little bit of a, a weight off your shoulders.
1: Oh yeah, and, and I just think that the the kids, the team, they they deserve it. You know, yeah. they they were um, they worked extremely hard for this, and, and we've been on a, on a you know a three game skid and not really having a lot of things go for us, but i mean we we control it and we we have a, a say in how it all goes and I'm just glad that our guys are able to get the win and uh we can make a lot more corrections and get a lot more growth and progress as a team especially correcting people with a win you know so um that 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 gives us a little bit more of a motivation and makes it a lot easier for us to um, make sure our guys do better the next time
0: it was nineteen sixty two when Eldon Forti ran for 272 yards in a game. And not until tonight did anyone ever run for more. Until Jamal went 30 for 286 and five scores. Special night from a special player. And you needed every one of those yards tonight. Oh,
1: definitely. And and the touchdowns that he had, it was, it was a wonderful sight. And you know um you have to give a lot of credit to our our offense just blocking downfield i think our receivers it just they don't get enough credit for the things that they do downfield blocking because that's what springs those long yards for touchdowns and and uh, those long gains for touchdowns our tight ends our o-line our fullbacks everyone blocked um and uh, it worked out and, and obviously you have to have a great running back that can create things and jamal does that and i was really proud of uh of squally coming in and, and, and getting some runs as well and um you know really excited about seeing fullbacks being a former fullback myself seeing uh yeah brayden albacri and 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 Alji block yeah and, and catching the ball i mean it was nice to see the tight ends and the fullbacks catching balls yeah. and, and uh spreading the ball out a little bit more
0: yeah I, I think that running back room is going to be a fun place to be uh when you break down this one because there are a lot of guys doing a lot of good things and Braden gets his first catch as a cougar tonight a 19 yard reception big gain uh, when it came helps spring uh, squally for the touchdown you're getting it from a lot of different guys right now uh, Jamal will get the headlines, but it was more than just him out there tonight.
1: Yeah, and 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 uh, just really proud of the guys. I mean, we started off really fast, you know, with that with that uh, throw for touchdown to begin the game, and um, it was it was nice. And uh, but I think when you, when you everything settled down, we were gonna pound the rock, and I'm um, just just glad, uh, you know, proud of Ty and, and, and uh, his his control over the offense and, and uh, you know, just really proud that our guys were willing to, to throw it on, on Jamal's back and our whole line was really excited to run block for him.
2: Something I was really impressed with, Coach, is when they went for two uh, I thought also it was the right decision but you get that, that snap, it rolls back to him, he fumbles it and you've got to be thinking, we got him! And then he flicks it out there as quick as he can to that tight end but the thing I was so impressed with, there was no deflation at all on that sideline and so like you were just saying uh, they were saying we got a minute left they left us too much time we're going to get this done
1: yeah and that's that's the players the leadership on this team guys just were in it from the beginning and and to the end and uh, there is no doubt that these guys when you leave time on the the clock for them that that they have a lot of confidence they're going to win the game and um it was really nice to see but that's that's been you know that's what these guys have been doing all year long and and um uh, you know just really proud of them it was a weird deal you know yeah. he, I mean he went for two and and I think Jason <laughs> went for two which was a great call by him you know and and then uh it just a fluke play gave them the two point conversion, and uh,
2: and you feel like all the ones you you had planned everything yeah. and they worked. You know, you supposed to. Where, where supposed was to that? Happen.
1: Where was that play for us in week two? You know, but uh, um, it, it was it was a, a difficult. Um, chain of events in that drive, you know, in the fourth down play. Yeah.
0: So let's talk about that for a second, because it's fourth and four. They go to John Bay Johnson down the sideline. I've had some folks already ask me on social if you thought about challenging and looking for a review because there was maybe a belief that the receiver stepped out. Is that what you might have seen, or did you think that happened, or was that even oh, a consideration? Oh, no, I saw
1: it. I was right in front of I mean, I was right there, so I saw it with my own eyes. So you see him run out. And uh, they told us that they're, they, I mean, they talked about it, but they told us that it was being reviewed upstairs, so maybe, <sighs> maybe the guy that was doing the, the YouTube game was the same guy reviewing this one. I have no idea. Because
0: it's a reviewable play and yeah. that's one you can challenge for if you want it. And yeah, they and, were already looking at it, they said. And,
1: uh, they, they were already looking at it. That's what they're saying. And so I was hoping that they would do something about it. Maybe I should have taken a timeout or something. I don't know. But um, it was unfortunate because they were down a guy with the with the reference crew because one of their one of their guys got hurt i didn't know that and so they went to a seven-man crew early in the game and uh maybe that eighth guy was the one that's supposed to see it i have no <laughs> idea but um you know if if that didn't happen then we wouldn't have had this great comeback and Rett wouldn't yeah. have had an opportunity to kick the game-winning field goal so um i don't know i just you know stuff like that i just i think that it uh you know i'm going to get upset about especially when i see it right in front of my face you know but um what's the whole point of replay if they they don't do their job so i'm just hoping that uh, next time they catch it
0: very very similar uh to last week's West Virginia scenario in that your final drive is, you know, needing a field goal, at least a field goal, I guess you'd say. But the way Jamal was running it and the timeouts you had left, you didn't feel like you had to toss it up. You could just keep running it and get what you wanted, right?
1: Yeah, and, 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 you know, to their credit, they were um, really, um, you know, loading the box and they were just basically trying to take away the run. But you know, if, if we had if we could break a tackle because Jamal was doing it all night, uh, it would was going to be a touchdown. But, uh, you know, I, I think they, they just had to make something happen, and we, we stuck with the run game because that's what got us to that point from the very beginning. So, um, yeah, I just, I'm glad it worked out the way it, w- it was. I mean, obviously, we wanted to score a touchdown yeah. so I can go for two again you know, <laughs> at the end of it. But.
2: Well, Taysom made a big play, though, set up by Jamal because the Jamal, 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 they all were going to suck in, and then Taysom was able to beat the guy and get it down there, to get that first down, and give you a little bit of relief to run more clock.
1: Yeah, and, and that, that was uh, an, an adjustment that, that Ty made, and um, you know it was a brilliant call. I mean, and and. and uh Taysom made a great play, he got the first down, and we were able to get it a lot closer. So it's easier for us to make a chip shot uh, field goal to win the game than rely on, on on it being deeper for us. So I didn't see how much it, how the ball went in when Rhett kicked it. I didn't. I didn't. I was just looking at the ref yeah. the whole time to see if he and the and the fans. The fans high. down there. That's yeah. you know.
0: so. So it's a chip shot field goal. It's actually shorter than a PAT because it was snapped from the two and not the three. Mm-hmm. So it's shorter than a PAT and it's really short. Bit of an angle, but it's still to win the game. And that's first. It's his first situation like that as a collegiate player, as it was for Jake. And he comes through when you need him. That's that's yeah. good stuff. Well,
1: that's that's great that we have two kickers that can uh, win the game. And um, a lot of credit goes to Rhett and a lot of credit for Ed. You know, I think Ed um, Coach Lamb trusted him, and and uh, and uh, there's no doubt. And and the the players on the sideline believe in Rhett, and so uh, it was nice to see that.
2: Well, the kid scored twelve points tonight. You know, he had six extra points and two field goals it was a pretty big night for him
0: you know i i, I called <laughs> Rhett. you bet but then coach ray stewart from the women's basketball team had the line of the night he said almond joy it was <laughs> almond joy after the field goal time which is exactly what it was yeah who
1: would have thought that the kickers get all these <laughs> names but uh yeah let's let's try to you know not keep it so close next time and try to get get a lead. i'm, I'm glad that we played from ahead i mean i, I mentioned it before trying yeah. to get a lead and uh Hold on to it. Uh, now, obviously, there's some things we need to fix defensively, and some things that we need to, you know, some adjustments that need to be made. But I'm glad we we're able yeah. to do it with a win.
0: Well, you scored first; and that's a big thing. In fact, you go back to 2005. BYU is now 72 and 10 when they just score first and are able to play from in front. It works out tonight. The BYU wins it by two, 55-53. Some closing comments from Coach Kalani Satake coming up after this break. This is the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show live from LeValleyBird Stadium on the New Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. All right, so back at Lavella Bird Stadium, great crowd tonight, 62,230. Late night, the game ends after midnight, and Coach Satake with us. So you get your first home win on a whiteout night, and uh, what, a, what a great environment tonight. Atmosphere, crowd, big, and staying late, and staying up late, and uh, seeing a, an exciting win for the guys by two.
1: Yeah, it was one of those uh, old uh, shootouts that I remember watching when I was a kid, yeah. you know. Um, I mean, I remember watching Marshall Falk run for a bunch of yards um, years ago, and so
0: in that game you're talking about, might have been that one. San Diego State put up 695 yards and didn't win. Tonight, Toledo puts up 692 and doesn't win.
1: Yeah, so I mean, hopefully, uh, you know, we we can, (laughs) we just can, we got to learn from this and get better. But uh, I'm just glad we won. But I, 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 I'm. You know the shootouts aren't. That's not what we want to do. Um, but I was really excited that the offense was able to uh, do some great things on the ground and, and able to get some points up. And I thought special teams played cleanly. I mean, I, I thought our kickoff cover team did a great job. Punt team did a great job. And there's a lot of things that we can fix. But I, I'm also going to be. Uh, excited to praise the right guys and, and, the, and the people that did, did great things tonight.
0: Now, Toledo's legit. Um, now, the good news is, offensively, you're getting better. I mean, you're, you're scoring more and looking better week to week, and Jamal's on a nice roll. Defensively, you get gashed a little bit tonight, but that, that, that's, that's I think, a really legit team. Logan Woodside is a solid quarterback, mm-hmm. and, and those running backs they've got are excellent. Yeah. They had two receivers go for 160 plus tonight, and they came in averaging 30 yards a catch. So Sinop has been doing it to a lot of people. I'm sure you have a lot of respect. For for this Toledo team you beat tonight? Oh, definitely.
1: And, and I mean, I'm talking to the head coach, and Jason does a great job getting them ready. But I, I think that, you know, this team, looking at the stuff they did last year, they beat Arkansas mm-hmm. at, at Arkansas, and then they beat Iowa State. And they did, mm-hmm. they, I mean, they're, they're a dynamic team, and, and their offense is ridiculously real good. But, and that quarterback is a special player. I mean, there, there are some throws that he made that I i don't know what you can do about them but there's there's also we, i think we talked about it on tuesday trying to be disruptive to the quarterback and trying to get after him, and not let him be comfortable we didn't do uh, that job we didn't do that tonight and obviously when you let great quarterbacks have time they can gash you and you're looking at his numbers um, I'm glad we were able to get the two turnovers because uh, yeah. he didn't he didn't miss miss very many well, throws his,
2: his intercept came on, he was pressured and he was forced mm-hmm. out of the pocket on that one but you know uh, coach, in 2013 uh, BYU played Houston 47-46 and it was a game similar to this and uh, Taysom Hill was just a warrior in that game, he was he, he ran it, he threw it, he fought and uh, he had to be exhausted at the end of the game and in the second half, uh, Taysom was 8 for 10 and he ran for 23 yards and uh, I thought that uh, he was in control, did a little better job, made that long throw to Pearson on the final drive and so uh, he's part of that senior leadership that you can count on.
1: Yeah, and 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 the first half was a little rough for him because I think he was like 3-4-11 yeah, or something 3-4-11. like that. But, um, um, there was some miscommunication on some of the stuff and, this, and some of the times he just needed to make the throw but um, you know I thought he was able to utilize the ball, the, the different receivers, the tight ends, and the fullbacks, and uh, a lot better, and spread the ball out. And so um, that was nice to see that he was able to find the open guys, especially in the second half. And um, you know, I thought he he made some. I mean, I don't know if you guys watched, but his his checks at the line of scrimmage were yeah. were on point. You know, uh, and
2: squally Canada his touchdown yeah. was on that play, and
1: and, and he's done that. Probably the majority of our snaps, he's getting us in the right spot, and he's seeing everything. And so, um, that's really nice to see when a quarterback has that demand on the, on the offense and understands where we can, get, um, you know, get the best possible run for a quarterback, and he was able to do that.
0: Just a note about your kickers, who had never kicked a field goal in college till this year. Now there was the 55-yarder against UCLA that was blocked, but you take that away—that long, that long try. Everything shorter than that you've hit on. Uh, Jake and Rhett have combined to go 8-for-8 eight eight on field goals. Rhett is 5-for-5 five five, including the two tonight and the game winner at the very end. So if there were question marks preseason or in summer about how are you are going to be there, you have turned out to be okay there.
1: Yeah, and we felt really comfortable with our kicking game and, and I know that uh, because it was kind of brand new, uh, but... Uh, Ed, Ed Lamb knows what he's doing, and um, he understands how to, how it works with those guys. And the fact that we have so many different kickers, we have also Mickelson and Edwards that are kickoff guys for us, but they can they can also kick field goals. And then really consistent with our snapper with with Foley and with Mitch Jergens holding, um, you know, it makes things a lot easier for those kickers.
0: Your leading tackler tonight is a corner who played maybe half the game, uh, eight solos and nine total stops for Diane Lake, has a half tackle for loss. Has the pick and returns it 49 yards. It's a big game for him and for you guys that way. But I think that's a guy we saw grow up quite a bit tonight.
1: Yeah, and, and, and Diane, you know, he, he had some, uh, he, had, he had a rough game in, in the Utah game, I remember. And he was he just stuck with it, kept working hard. And, you know, I think it was a rough game for Chris Wilcox and some of the other guys. But Diane did, did some great things tonight. And um, being physical, and, and if you watch, he's on special teams. He's running down a kickoff. And uh, he played the majority of the game and did a great job. And I'm really proud of him.
2: So you one by two they 're trying to field goal the last play of the half, and your guys block it. you know when teams are looking for those points that they needed to win the game, those three points would have made a difference for them, possibly you know you would have ended up scoring the touchdown here instead of the field goal at the end of the game, but that blocked field goal turned out to be some
1: yeah and, and and every every time i mean we we 've been on the bad uh, side of that um, yeah. three times this year, you know so our guys—they'll uh, take every advantage they can uh, to make plays, and even—even even, you know, watch our. PAT block and our field goal blocks, those guys really know that they can make a difference on the game. So, really proud of everyone and the way they work and proud of the coaches and the way they got their guys prepared.
0: My watch tells me it's October already, but you, <laughs> but you get out of September at 2-3. and three. You would have loved to be 5-0, and oh, but uh, oh, how, how do you leave this month now, heading, heading to Michigan State and looking down the line as to what this team can accomplish? You played three grinders. You got two of them. Uh, again, some rough luck and, you know, it's a different story here out of September, but uh, how do you hit October now after the first five games you've coached as the head man
1: well i've said it before i think those three losses and these tight games are going to be a huge benefit for us in the season and it proved it tonight and uh hopefully we can keep building on this and and uh you know, get ready for that big one next week, but I I, I think this is our, our team's always going to be in the games because we're resilient and the players and the leadership that you're seeing from our guys is unbelievable and, and uh, um, it's, it's nice for me to sit back and watch these guys take ownership of the team and it makes my job easier as a head coach and it definitely makes the, the other coaches' job a lot easier when the team has such demand and ownership of the, of, of the group.
2: I know you're talking like you're about ready to wrap this up and I'll let you in a second, <laughs> but I just wanted to make a one more point that I thought was quite important Five punts in the first half. You guys punted five times in the first half. In six possessions in the second half. Four touchdowns, two field goals. Didn't have a turnover. Didn't kick the football away. Every possession ended up with points. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty productive.
1: Yeah, and, and the goal this week was to own the ball and make sure we possessed it on, on offense. And um, the guys did a great job with ball security. And Jason did a great job taking care of the football and the throws. And, um, you know, our, our defense was able to come back and, and, and get two two picks on a quarterback that's unbelievably accurate. Yeah. So uh, that, that right there we thought would be the difference of the game. And, and I'm glad that it worked out in our favor. And we'll win a lot of games if we win the turnover battle, and uh, especially if we don't turn the ball over at at all
0: In the two wins this year, zero giveaways against Arizona, zero giveaways against Toledo. BYU now 2-3 and after a 55-53 win. Thrilling night here at LaVelle Bridge Stadium. Programming note, Coach Satake's midweek radio show will be Wednesday this week, not Tuesday, so we'll go to Wednesday from 7 to 8 here at the stadium. And I'll open the seat request link for that show on Tuesday morning. So heads up, the seats will fill fast as we get fans up here for Kalani's show on Wednesday night. So look forward to that. Kalani, congratulations on home win. Number one, career win number two, and on we go.
2: Thanks a lot, Coach. A lot of
0: happy fans. Appreciate you guys. Go Cougs. All right. Thank Thank you, Kalani.